good luck with the world. Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. And oh my gosh, you get to hear our voices again this week. What is going on in the world? Two Joy and Claire episodes. We hope you enjoyed our early release on Tuesday. We did that because we felt like there's so much going on in the world. Things are changing so fast. And we had good tips to get through this time in your life. So we just wanted to release it a little bit early. Hopefully it didn't throw you off too much. I know Brandon texted me early. He was like not prepared. He texted Joy at like six o'clock on Tuesday morning. He was like, there's been a mistake. So at least we know Brandon has our back. If, like. <laughs> But so I, I hope that two episodes from us this week is like the least dramatic thing. No, I hope it's the most dramatic thing that has happened yes. to you. Right. Let's hope but let's that you were just surprised by an early podcast gift. And that was but, all that's yeah. happened. So we hope you're doing okay. Uh, the, the sound of our voice may sound real cheery, but uh, it's a very stressful time in my life personally with work. And uh, I've been doing a lot of like people asking me how I'm doing. I'm like, I'm not okay, but I'm going to get through this. And uh, so if you're doing a lot of that, that's fine. I know we talked a little bit about that on the Instagram live of just being, being with your emotions. They're going to be all over the place and news is coming at us at all times. Are you still doing okay? I just saw a great thing on Instagram. I feel like I yeah. need to show you guys. Love it. Okay, so we're, imagine the Friends theme song. <laughs> so no one told you life was going to be this way. Your job's remote. You're broke. You're hiding from a plague. It's like you're always stuck in quarantine. <laughs> you might be there a week, a month, or even a year. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. 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 I know we were just texting like... Anyway, I don't want to send everyone into a panic, but you know, no. this potentially could last a long time. And I think that's a lot of our fears is we don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, but <sighs> we're here for you. We're going to talk through it. We're going to talk through our emotions. Uh, it was really funny because you know how we're talking a little bit about how you're handling it being working at home yeah, and um, just being, if you're working at home with a partner, you just have to be home more often and you have more family time that can just really bring a lot of new dynamics that you weren't aware of. And it was just really funny because I'm watching Scott, how we handle this so differently. And he likes to read me the news updates. So he's constantly reading the news. That's his thing. He loves information. He likes to read articles. So he reads like the New York Times. He's like kind of getting all of his information. That's how he likes to handle things. He likes to pre-plan. The guy just, that's his thing. So the other day I came home and granted I am, so we have two completely opposite schedules right now. Like he, his work is completely shutting down and he works from home, but a lot of his clients are schools. So they're not in school. So there's not a lot of work to be done. And so he has this schedule that's kind of really relaxed and I'm waking up super early and I'm like at work by seven. And it's just really funny because I'm exhausted by the end of the day and he's like, raring to go and he wants to kind of give me all the information and all the news. And when I got home last night, he was like, okay, and then this update and then the stock markets, this and that, da, da, da. And I checked my 401k and I said, okay, you have to stop. I'm setting a boundary right here and now. You cannot read me the news as you're getting it. Like I cannot have you be the live ticker feed of news. I'm getting news from my work. I'm getting news from the TV. I'm getting news online, which I know I have a choice of whether or not I consume that, but it's kind of, you're unable to avoid it if you're like even scrolling through Instagram. And I was like, I got to draw a hard line. Like you cannot read me the news updates. And so when I got home tonight, he did it again. <laughs> and I said... <laughs> 
Claire's just shaking her head. He did it again. I said, okay, is that your last update for the night? Like, <laughs> I just can't take it. I can't take it. This is driving me You are crazy. on a one update quota. One update quota. And it's kind of the same thing. He's also on two rewind quotas when we're watching basketball. He likes to rewind oh and replay things for me. I don't really care. I mean, I'm not, I'm there. I, I like watching. Right. You're watching basketball him. for him. For him. I don't really care about replays, but he constantly is replaying and be like, look at this, watch this. And so I, I give him a two replay limit. And then, um, yeah, so he's also now he's now on a quota of only giving me one update about the news. So that's how we're dealing with it. So just know that you can ask for what you need during this time if you're at home. What was that meme or that uh, whatever thing that you posted from Instagram today? It was uh, like, if you're working at home with your partner, you posted it in our stories. It was Oh, really yeah. Funny. It was like, I feel like I really missed my calling in life as just like a meme curator. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it says, pro tip for couples suddenly working from home together. Get yourself an imaginary coworker to blame things on. In our apartment, Cheryl keeps leaving her dirty water cups all over the place, and we really don't know what to do about her. Do you ever, or did you ever, especially this happens with animals, where I'll talk to JT uh, about Scott. I'm like, your your dad is really silly. Or I'll just like kind of make a comment where Scott can hear me. I'm like, your dad is going nuts today, or driving me nuts today. And you like talk to about your partner to your dog. Probably not your children, but yeah, I just I, like... Like, Did, I laugh, doing that like, with children is a pretty slippery slope. You can't really talk about your, <laughs> your, don't use your children as right. No, the, the messenger, the, the sounding board. But it's that. just really funny how people are kind of writing us to of how they're handling just being in isolation, and it's just a tough time. We're gonna keep saying that, and things are just coming at us fast and furious every single day across the world. I feel like every time I see a headline, things are getting more serious and it is very scary. So we're going to do some Q&A of what you guys wanted to talk about. We're going to keep this episode a little bit shorter just because you had two episodes this week and we also just have to move on with our lives as well. Um, I mean, not that we don't want to podcast all day, but I also... We do. If I could do nothing but podcast, that would yeah, really help. We but... would absolutely. That, that would help a lot. So right now we're, we're recording this Tuesday evening, right? Mm-hmm. What day is it? What day is it? So one of the questions we got is, oh, let's just read a nice appreciation. Claire said, not a question, just a big thank you. Appreciate the content you guys are putting out. Thanks, Claire. Not me. I didn't write that to us. But I appreciate, appreciate it too. We're padding our own comments now. You know, weirder things have happened. <laughs> have you watched Shrill on Hulu when she goes to the influencer conference? Was that Create and Cultivate? <laughs> I haven't seen it. It is. It was very much like create and cultivate. I gotta say. It, I mean, it's exactly what we went to. It's just very much like foofy and foofy and influency. That's yeah. really all I can say about it. Thoughts on ways to stay calm if your wedding or large event hangs in the COVID nineteen balance. My thoughts are: I apologize. This is such a bummer for people who are getting married or have large events right now. I mean, I kind of put it up there with like having to cancel the NBA season, having to cancel concerts, having to cancel all these events with groups of people, churches. But even everything. more than that, because like if it's your wedding, yeah. it's not like oh, you know, we can pick it up again next season. Like oh, yeah, you totally. can reschedule a little so bit. So much but, like, planning. Brandon um, has a cousin who was supposed to get married next month, and they just canceled their wedding yesterday, yeah. and it's like. Oh, that would just be horrible. That would just be so horrible. So my so, heart goes out to you. What is what's like a a tip that I mean for I know for me what would make me feel be- feel better would be to just call it. 
Like yeah. I'm the type Make of person, I'm the type of person, but like, you know, maybe your decision is, oh, we're going to, depends gonna, on when it is. Yeah. It depends on when it is. And maybe your decision is just like creating a deadline for yourself that like, okay, I, I'm going to make a decision on April 10th. And so that kind of gives your brain permission to not just dwell on it every single day. Right. And you know, if before then, like your state shuts down or whatever, then the decision will be made for you. That really helped me. That was a tip that my therapist gave me last year when I, after I had Evie and I was like sort of casually job hunting and it was really just stressing me out to always be kind of job hunting. And she was like, you know what? Give yourself a date where it's like, you're not going to really start job hunting until this date. And then that way, it's just not always hanging in the back of your mind. So maybe give yourself a date and decide, okay, my, you know, my wedding's on May 15th. I'm going to make a decision by April 1st so that people Mm -hmm. can make their travel plans. And again, it might not be up to you, but maybe, or at least, you know, tell yourself, I'm not going to worry about this again until April 1st. Yes, that's a good idea. And truly, if it helps to kind of watch, you know, I kind of keep this in mind of when people are rescheduling events, like, for example, Eliza Schlesinger rescheduled her event for August. I wonder if she, I mean, it's not like we can predict the future. I'm not saying like she has the crystal ball, but I'm kind of looking at what events are being rescheduled and when. And so far, we have this two month, I don't know, timeline where we feel like nothing's going to happen. So let's cross our fingers that August is safe, but it really kind of depends on when your event is scheduled. And truly, like Claire said, just pick a date of when you have to call it and make a decision. I feel like making a decision is way better than him and Han and making no decision. Because like once you make a decision, you can move forward and start rearranging things. But dogs wearing clothes, cute or no? I mean, it totally depends. I get very few things bring me as much joy as those little dog costumes where it looks like their front legs are like a person's lower legs and then yeah. they have like little arms and then they run towards you and their little arms are flapping. I wish you guys could see what I'm doing right now because I'm acting it out. But it's but exactly <laughs> like the floppy arms when they're I running. It's love really it cute. so much. I think much. one of my favorites is when like they have one of like a bulldog in a pirate outfit. Yes, I mean, that's exactly the one I'm the thinking best. of where it's just like totally. da 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 yep. Totally. So yeah, I think it's adorable. Then yes, but like if you were just walking around and somebody like has their dog in like a fancy sweater, I get it. Some dogs out there need sweaters for walks. That's not what we're talking about. But like if you just put your dog in an outfit just like for the day, part of me just wonders like if you're Paris Hilton. Well, it's just like you didn't have anything else you could have spent <laughs> 20 minutes on this morning. You put your dog in a beret. Okay. Okay. I'm going to up the ante on this question. How do you feel about people pushing animals in strollers? Because that happens. Bad. I feel that bad about it. Times. Yeah, I don't like it. I, so you know, the only the only p- pass I will give is if I if I can see that this animal is elderly and right. in its last a- days of life, it really needs to just have its fresh air. I am on board. Yeah, but if not, if, if you're treating it like a baby, no, right? If this is like like when we were in LA and there was like a table at the restaurant across from us where they had two just like little crappy dog you know crap yappy dogs in Wait, which restaurant when we were at creation <gasps> oh, creation with a k and they had a child not in a stroller and a yep. tiny dog in a stroller and i was yeah. like there's too much going on over here please yeah. take your dog out of that stroller yeah i was not i was not down mm-hmm. with that remember when we were sitting at creation and i was like oh i could just people watch here all day this is the best people watching and not a not moment later but not a moment later a guy comes by with a bike. I am just brainless right now. A, a guy comes by riding a bike with his shirt off while he's on his phone. He was texting, not just on texting, his phone. Texting, texting with both hands. On his phone. So he's doesn't he's not so he's riding without his hands, 
shirt off on his phone, just rides on by. Riding down the middle of the street. I was like, that is Venice for you. That guy gives no Fs. No Fs. How to deal when your employer is not taking this, meaning COVID-19, seriously. I wonder where she works and how big of an office she works in. Right. If you have an HR department, I would just take your concerns to HR. I think that's really frustrating because I know that as news continues to come out, and truly by the time we release this episode, her employer could be like, yeah, we're shutting everything down. But I I think that some companies are probably like truly waiting till last minute until things shut down because obviously they need to make money. And if they're a company that they that their livelihood and their business relies on staying open, then I can see that. But I also understand too, like from a personal health perspective, it's just not cool. And I mean, that's why I'm working so crazy right now is because we're taking everybody virtual to do virtual care. And we are like mandated to do that. We are not allowed to be working in a clinic. And that's just because of obvious safety reasons. And so if your employer is not taking it seriously, I would just, if you can speak to an HR person or your manager or someone that you trust and say, can you just tell us why? Can you explain to me the reasoning behind it or what steps you are doing to keep us safe? That might be helpful to kind of open up the conversation. Our CEO sent something out today that was like, if you don't need to be here, then you need to not be here. Right. Basically saying um, like, we're not shutting down the office, but everyone needs to be. Everyone needs to be. Unless safe. there's like yeah. some true need that you absolutely cannot accomplish from home of which very few people, you know, may, it might be one thing in a week that you need to go in to do. Right. Right. And I just really feel like, you know, there are companies who can shut down and st- stay alive. But I'm thinking of all the CrossFit gyms out there. I'm thinking of all the companies that are losing money, all the small businesses, all the restaurants. I mean, it's countless. I could sit here for hours and list off everything that is going on that's really impacting people financially. And, you know, we just got the call or the email last night that our CrossFit gym was closing. And so that's another thing of just like our state, actually, I should say the state of Colorado, they uh, mandated and ordered that all gyms, restaurants, was it restaurants, uh, movie theaters shut down for 30 days? Yeah. The Denver mayor said that. So, or sorry, go- Governor Jerry Colorado Pettis. Governor, yeah. And so, yeah, so it's crazy. So I would just, to the to address your question, truly, if you can get a solid answer or ask why they're, what steps they are taking and what their rationale is around the decisions they're making right now. And I would document it, like send mm-hmm. it in an email and, you know, see if you can get them to respond to you in writing so that if, an, you know, if something were to happen, right. you would have it in writing. Like, listen, I reached out on this day and was told, you know, not to worry about it. Yep. Exactly. Here's a light one. If you were a combo of animals, what would you be and why? Also, also come up with a name, like a liger. Wow, you're really putting me on the spot. I know. This um, is a hard one. And I was thinking about this. So it's like, okay, first of all, give me two animals. Well, okay. So the first two that immediately come to mind are a bear and an eagle, but then a beagle? No, I can't be a beagle. I like an that. Air also doesn't work. Like the combo. Mm-hmm. Of the, so I just mm-hmm. am going to have to go rogue. So basically, I'd be like a giant flying bear okay what about some other ones can we talk through this like a different animal that you love bear and what else whale that's not a good combo oh these Um, are tough yeah these are just all the animals i really like um i could see myself being a mix between hmm. because i was thinking like a panda and a bat i'm like those don't what a panda bat yeah those don't go well together no maybe i would just be a double golden retriever okay 
Let's Can I that. be twice the amount of golden retriever? And I'll be one? twice the amount of labs. Yeah. And I'll just be a very happy, fluffy thing. It, yeah. My name, my animal name will be very, very good dog. <laughs> very, very good dog. Double good dog. Oh, I love it. What were your first dance songs? Like your slow dance songs? I totally know what mine was. Oh, I took this question to mean at our wedding. Oh, I was totally thinking. That's so funny. You were I thinking totally like middle thought school? junior high, like, we were, oh like your gosh. first dance. Let's do both. Let's do both. Okay. I didn't have Let's a first dance at our wedding. We didn't have a DJ. We just ate like a 10 course meal and went home. Okay. Uh, my first ever slow dance. I don't actually remember, but I would put money on it having been Savage Garden. <laughs> Truly, madly, deeply. Yeah. That song was very, that was like the song <laughs> oh, when I was of slow so dance funny. age. Mine was uh, Brian Adams. Everything I do, I do it for you. Robin Hood. Oh my gosh, what a classic! Robin Hood soundtrack. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. obsessed with Robin Hood. The other one Kevin that Costner. was really big right around that time was that song, uh, "Back at One." Oh, totally. All my life. Oh, that was another really JoJo? good one. <laughs> okay. Oh my back gosh, I loved that. that one. I can't remember. No, that "Back at One" was but... like one. You're yeah. like a dream, dream come, come true. true. <laughs> So good. And I'm not sorry at all for just having gotten that stuck in everybody's heads. Sandy is going to be so mad. I hope she doesn't listen okay. to this. Okay. Legitimately, so I think there's like a rule out there where you I can do. I think there's a rule of like, like a 10 like, second rule. Yeah. Because NPR does it all the time. And I'm totally and, making this up. No. NPR does it all the time. And NPR is not playing royalties to play like the first 10 seconds of be. Missy Elliott. They're just I know not. Are crea- I know there's a creative commons license. So there's something around there that we need to research. If anyone out there knows the, the laws around that, because Sandy well, has put the fear of God on us about not using songs. She's like, they went after the Girl Scouts and they'll come after you. Yeah. Like, that's what she says all the time. <laughs> okay. And then my first dance song at our wedding was Love and Happiness by Al Green. Oh, that's a great song. Laid we, on vinyl. It, oh my gosh, of course. If we were to have had had a first dance it probably would have been probably let's stay together that al green yeah that's, that's a, good a good one, one. too that's mm-hmm. a really good one been with my partner for eight years happy relationship but eager for marriage how long is too long that oh, is such a such personal an, question that's such a personal question i i wish i could be like not personal like i not personal like oh i'm offended but personally no, no, personal no, but choice like, there's no way that we could answer that question for you i don't I don't think any time is too long. If you have decided with your partner that you don't want to get married, I mean, look at Oprah and Stedman. They just decided not to get married. But I will say, if you want to get married or one of the partners wants to get married and the other is dragging their feet, you might want to have a conversation about that because a lot of times people will be like, oh, let's just keep putting it out. But one partner acts like it's okay and truly in their heart is just waiting to get married and just kind of has the hopes that this person's going to quote unquote come around. And that's when I would say, are you both being honest with yourself? That's all I'm going to say about that. How to work out from home when you are addicted to increasing your heavy lifts? Well, you know, if we're taking a chill pill during this quarantine time, ask yourself if you really need to have gains while we're doing the quarantine. But if you're super antsy, I know you had to say something. Go ahead. I know. I want to inter- – well, I think it just, like, would be the question of why. Like, why do you really yeah. want to – I mean, I, it's fun. Like, like if we, it's your therapy, If it's sure. – yeah, but, like – But I, I like lifting heavy things, but I'm yeah. hoping and I'm going to be fine during this quarantine to not lift heavy things. Right. I think taking a look at, at the bigger picture. And also, I think a lot of people are afraid of kind of losing their gains. And we've talked – we talked about this a lot and – you know, girls gone wad that like, 
a couple of weeks in the scheme of your life is definitely can feel devastating if you are someone who's been working out regularly for a long time. But right. realistically, like you have that foundation and it's not going to go anywhere. Right. Um, the other op- option is go buy some weights or reach out to your gym. There are a lot of gyms out there oh, that are yeah. renting out their equipment because they can't totally. be open. Totally. Our gym is doing that. They had one today where they're, they're like, you can just come and pick up equipment during uh, the time that we're being that we're closing. So definitely reach out to your gym if you can do that if you have a gym. But other than that, I would just someone else kind of asked an adjacent question that I would like to answer kind that hopefully helps this question is someone said, how are you handling fitness being away from a gym? And I think that if you're really focused on doing heavy lifts and kind of making these gains, and maybe you're on programming, like, I have to remember, there's people that actually are out there that are still doing like very strict programming, because you have a certain goal. And this just may be the time to really reevaluate your goals. I know there's a lot of people that were working on marathons, Boston Marathon, Ironman, there's so many things and races that people have signed up for that were just canceled. And so you kind of look at that like, oh, crap, well, the journey is really important of like the things that you've been working on. So that's not all lost. It's not all about that destination piece, but maybe just take a break and think of other things that you can do with your body. I personally am totally fine taking a break from CrossFit. I've talked about this with Claire. There's been times when I really have just wanted to take a break, a longer break from CrossFit, just because I know that it would be good for me mentally to just find other ways to, to find movement. So I'm actually okay with it. I feel I look at this as kind of a built in way for me to just be more creative with the ways I I want to move my body. I think too, when it comes to the stress relief relief part, there are a lot of things out there, you know, odd objects, go buy a sandbag, go, you know, buy a big thing that you can fill up with water. Like you can definitely get creative when it comes to odd objects. It just might be tough to stick to that same plan. And so I think figure out exactly what it is like that the root of what you are looking for. Like maybe you just love the routine of it. So So what you, yeah, so what you need to do is find like a body weight workout routine that you can stick with and know you're going to have something every day. There are a ton of apps out there. Maybe it is that like super heavy stimulus. Okay. So look around your house, look around, you know, go to the hardware store. What can you bring into your house if you can't afford or don't have the space for a weight setup that is still heavy that you can move around where you can feel like, okay, I really got that heavy stimulus. So kind of just try to break it down and figure out what is it about that programming that you're going to miss the most. And I think also, I know for me, there is always this sense of FOMO. And the biggest thing that I keep reminding myself is like, we are all in the same situation. We're all in the same situation. So they're like, you're not missing out on anything because Mm -hmm. no one is able to go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So I I feel the same way that I kind of take comfort in. There's usually times on the weekends or after work where I feel like I need to do something. And lately I've just been like, oh, it's so nice to just be able to come home and not feel like I have to go do this errand or not feel like I have to go do whatever and check that off my list because no one is out. No one should be out. And I want to be responsible and not be... I feel like at this point, if you're out and about and you shouldn't be, you're kind of looked upon as an asshole because it's like, it's not cool to be out right now, you guys. So don't be that person. So I'm kind of like, that's motivating me to just stay home. So I'm like, I don't want to be that jerk that just thinks that they can live their life and not have consequences. What are some ways to deal with stress eating caused by anxiety in general? So I'm going to just kind of relate it to the situation of what's going on right now is I mentioned this last time, I'm going to say it again, I might actually do another Instagram live just to help people. But 
anything that you're doing right now, specifically during isolation, during the COVID quarantine, is a coping mechanism, and it's fine, and do not judge yourself for it. So just let that go. I highly recommend reading Intuitive Eating if you haven't already. It's by Evelyn Tribole, and she co-authored it with someone else that I can never remember remember the name, but there is a co-author. I just know Evelyn because I follow her on Instagram, and she's much more vocal out in the community about intuitive eating. But that's just something that I think is really important to kind of focus on right now, because if you are turning to that coping that as a coping mechanism, and it's causing you more anxiety and stress and guilt. And there may be just that that cycle of beating yourself up, self up after the fact, that would be something that maybe you can look at right now is just reading that book and noticing of how you might be using that as a coping skill that's kind of fueling this really negative cycle. So I would just say, first and foremost, any way that you can cope with this really stressful time is okay. And you will be okay and your body will be okay. But if you also want a tool, I just want to offer that as well. Claire, this one's for you. And I saw this earlier. I think I sent this to you last night. How to survive working from home as an extrovert. How are you doing? Checking Uh, out. Because I know we talked, we joked a little bit about the introvert people and the extrovert people in the last episode, but I, I truly am like, yeah, I mean... It is kind of funny, like, yeah, introverts don't like to be around people. That's not, like, totally the case. We love our routines. We love being out and about. I love to be at work. I do not like working from home. I do need to be around people. I just need to, like, download when I get home. But extroverts are, like, constantly going. So this must be torture for you. Yeah, I really miss being around people. Like, I think, like, yesterday, I didn't eat or drink anything. Because, like, I feel like my my day just never started. Like, I got to the end of the day, and I was like, I haven't gone pee at all today. (laughs) That's not good, Claire. I know, but like, I and I, I mean, like, I just you rely on your peers. I rely on like being like being out of the house and being in that environment and like you know even today it took me until like one thirty to finish my coffee because I just like kept forgetting about it and you know I'm running around and I just like I really like there's a really serious reason that I'm not a stay at home mom and it's because being at home all day long I just enter this like time warp where I really need other people to kind of pull me through the day. And yeah, it's hard. I think I'm really glad. Again, I can't say this enough times that we have an au pair. Like having another adult in the house is amazing. Um, Brandon just found out today that he is getting moved to 12-hour shifts, which is going to make it even harder because right now he gets home around at around 3.30. So I can like, I can have a buddy. And now he's not going to be home until 7 and... 738. Do you want do you want to just FaceTime me at your meal times or Yeah, I'm going to need to just FaceTime my friends we, you during just dinner time. group FaceTime all like, your friends with you while you're having a meal. Go. <laughs> it's I'm just So, it's hard and so one thing that I am trying to do is make sure I get outside every day even if I can't be around other people. Being in the house is really hard for me all day long. Like yeah. I it's not comforting for me to be by myself. Like I don't yeah. have the time of like, oh, just take some time for yourself. Like I, I almost never want that. Yeah. And so, if, but if I can get outside and sort of at least feel like I'm like out in the world, that helps. The other thing that helps is video calls. Like just seeing other people's faces totally. is really helpful. FaceTiming with people, FaceTiming with friends, FaceTiming with, you know, just anybody all the time. Yeah, I really like the recommendation that a listener said in our last episode about just FaceTiming with your family or friends or whoever, even if you're just sitting down having a meal. Like, I'm really, I feel like we're going to have Miles FaceTiming with his friends. You know, like, we have the technology, let's use it, but it's hard. And I think the other thing that I'm trying to do for myself is 
being okay with being on social media a little bit more because I feel a little bit more connected. Like usually I'm pretty, I try not to just scroll and I try to keep my screen time limited when I'm at work, but I'm just not, that's all out the window right now because it does kind of help me feel that connectedness with other people. Right. Sure. Yeah. Fun, funny book recommendations. For sure, Amy Poehler. Yes, please. For sure, Tina Bossy Pants all the time. Anything by David Sedaris. Anything by David Sedaris. Oh my gosh, he's hysterical. So, so good. I mean, if you're you're also, I think some people were also talking about this too, like if you're dealing with stress and up and down emotions, watch comedy on Netflix. Watch any of the comedy stand-up specials by Eliza Schlesinger. Um, There was another one recently by Taylor Tomlinson that I thought was hilarious. It's called Quarter Life Crisis. So any anything that the comedy that you really love, I mean, not, there's certain types of comedy there for different people, and you may love you may love Joe Rogan, you may love Jim Gaffigan. Thank you. Oh yeah, you may love Jim Gaffigan. I mean, whatever type of humor that you love, it's on Netflix, and I love watching comedy specials because it really reminds me that life is really funny. And I follow we follow Eliza on our Instagram, on our Joy and Claire Instagram. And I'm always watching her stories because she's so funny. She just kind of reminds me to keep things light. And that's just a good reminder. And just to laugh sometimes is really important. But as far as books, definitely Tina Fey, definitely Amy Poehler, David Sedaris. And we have definitely, we've definitely brought this up before. But if you can listen to Bossy Pants on audiobook, do because she like splices in a lot of the like, skits that she refers to i also just started yep. following um fortune femster oh fortune feimster so good yep so funny she is hilarious she posted this thing um heather from work po- sent me this thing today that was like a bit of her being the person who does the timpani for the great british baking show oh <laughs> i'm gonna send it to you i'll i'm gonna post it <laughs> okay. on our instagram stories okay. because i was crying it is oh, it's so, so funny. Yeah, it's really It was really like everything good. I love. Yeah. Bring your rich baking show, spoofs, comedy. Like it was so good. Yeah, she's really good. Um, Shrill. Let's see. Actually, if you read the book by Lindy West, Shrill, I'm trying to think of like any of the other. Girl Logic by Eliza is so funny. Girl Logic. And I have a few other comedy books, like funny books that I've read. Let me see. Oh, Amy Schumer's book. Amy Schumer's book is called The Girl with a Lower Back Tattoo. And also The Last Black Unicorn by Tiffany Haddish. So that's, those are some great resources. If you have funny book recommendations, send us your recommendations and we will put together more lists of things for you guys. Okay. Okay, wait, hold on. I saw one that I really want to answer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could be quarantined with any celebrity, which celebrity would you pick? I was going to ask that one. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I think I'd like to be quarantined with Jennifer Aniston because I'm just like really into her Instagram right now, her or her Instagram stories. And she has dogs and she has a great couch and she has a great television and just looks like like a very cozy place to hang out. So I'd be I'd want to be at her house, whatever she has going on. It looks like she cooks great meals. Yeah. I want to be Jen's friend. Honestly, the first person that comes to my mind is Michelle Obama. Like, I feel like she'd be like, I could hang out with her for a week straight. I feel like. Sure. Because that's the thing. It's it's like, who could you really, who could you spend two straight weeks with? I would absolutely be able to spend, be quarantined with Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard's family. Oh, 100%. Especially because Brandon and Dak Shepard are the same. Singing parties. Yes. Uh, I would love to be quarantined at their house. Yes, I completely agree with that. Okay, how about one quick one? I kind of like this one. If you could only eat from one fast food restaurant, no other food, what would it be? Fast food restaurant. 
The first thing that comes to mind for me is In-N-Out Burger. Not that I'm a huge burger person, but I feel like because we don't have one here yet, I would just want to eat there because it's novel to me. But then it wouldn't be novel. So uh, I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping that the assumption with this is that you wouldn't like get really sick. Because yeah. I love chicken McNuggets. I know you do. So I would and pick I McDonald's. I know your drive through secrets. <laughs> yes. I go to McDonald's. I buy chicken McNuggets. <laughs> I eat them in the car. And then I throw the back of the way before I get home because Brandon will shame me. Yeah. And he knows that I do this, but he doesn't know how much. And he knows that it happens, but he doesn't know when. Joke's on him. Scott Joke. does the same thing. I yeah. found a, we were switching cars and I opened the door and like a Wendy's wrapper fell out. And I was like, hmm, someone went. It's like, when did you go to Wendy's? Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't even ask. Don't yeah. even ask. I think I would have to. I love yeah, chicken nuggets. If your partner needs to go have some fast food situations, just let them have it. Let them have it. Okay. I think that's it. We had one asking about setting boundaries, about news intake. Just turn it off. Give yourself a limit. I think here's the thing. Set it's a like timer. Here's the, I mean, there are important updates that are being out that are going out right now. And I think what I've started doing is just sort of if I'm going to leave the house, before I leave the house, I just Google Colorado COVID-19 updates to see okay. like, I'm trying to go to the store. Is the store still open? Like just double check. And I mean, being on social media, you obviously see a lot. Um, but I am just trying not to just read the constant updates because it's really, really stressful and it, yeah. it's freaking me out. And I know that the only thing I can do is stay in my house. That's, you know, I can't affect this situation right. in any way, shape or form other than just by staying in my house. And yep. so I feel secure in knowing that I'm doing everything I can. And outside of that, it does not benefit me to know how many new cases were in Colorado today. Like, exactly. I, you know, that information is just going to stress me out. Yeah. Okay, so last thing, talk about Outwad and what we can do to help, and then we're going to end this episode for this week. Yeah, so we, I think like, I've been thinking about this a lot today. You know, and we're talking about the most vulnerable people, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about the people, the most vulnerable populations. We're talking mostly about the types of people who, you know, are more prone to the, getting this virus. But I think we also need to expand that definition to include small businesses and very small businesses and nonprofits and very small nonprofits for whom losing their income for even a month is going to devastating is devastating. And there are a lot of people out there who are working paycheck to paycheck in the service industry who are not getting paid. And there are a lot of small businesses and small nonprofits out there where, you know, just kind of closing the doors for a month and hoping for the best is not an option. Right. And one of those small nonprofits in our community is Outwad. And Will is someone who we've had on Girls Gone Wad. He's the founder of Outwad. He's an amazing person. Outwad does an amazing service for our community. And so I, while we definitely know and acknowledge that there are a lot of other people and organizations out there that are really, really freaked out right now and have you know, are really on the, the brink right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that is kind of closest to us is Outwad. And so if you are someone who is not worried about your paycheck this month, and I mean, I know, you know, the stock markets are doing terrible. Everybody is worried about their budget right now, about their retirement. But if even half of the people who listen to this episode could go donate $5 to Outwad, yep. that would be a huge huge. and all the 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 only way that they are able that they fundraise is through events and so the foreseeable future for them 
is very unknown, very uncharted territory. So we love Will. We think that it's really, really what he does for our community and what the Outwad team does for our community, for the CrossFit community, for the fitness community is really important. It's a need that needs to be filled and it's not really being filled by anyone else. And we really want to see Outwad be able to continue. And so we just would really encourage you if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what? I haven't actually left my house in a week and a half. And so I haven't been spending as much money as I usually do. Exactly. Maybe I have, give a few bucks to right. Outwad. Yeah. I have 10 bucks that I could go, you know, so if... Every little bit helps. Yeah. If like 100 people who listen to this could go donate $10, that would get them to where they need to be for March. Yep. And the bare minimum of what, yeah. they, what they would need. So be part of the solution. Don't listen to this and think, oh, I could do that, but someone else probably will. If you have $10 to spend and you want to support a great community organization, we would highly recommend looking at Outwad. Yes. And thank you guys so much. And I also want to just remind everyone that Claire mentioned this on the last episode, that if you have a small business and we can help you by just getting the word out, please email us. I have one really quick to just run by everyone. It's uh, this email is from Jessica and she says, thank you for building this wonderful community and offering to create links on your site to support small businesses at this time. I own a pet service company and a pet accessory company. Due to the travel restrictions and social distancing, a lot of our regular walking clients and all of my boarding clients have canceled for the foreseeable future. So here's another scenario where we're like, oh my gosh, you don't even think about these things. I am therefore relying more on my pet accessory business, Good Dog Collars, to bridge the gap until things go back to a new normal. My website is gooddogcollars.ca and Instagram is at gooddogcollars, just like it sounds. GoodDogCollars.ca. Instagram is GoodDogCollars. Joy, give JT a pet for me and an extra treat for being such a good boy. Claire, thanks for posting all your office dogs. I cannot wait until I see them again on the gram. Thank you again. See here you next Thursday, Jessica. So that's a great example of how we can support one another. And if you have more requests or things that you would like support on, send us an email and we'll get that posted on our site, on our Instagram, or we may mention it on the podcast. So thank you guys so much for supporting us and for keep keeping up with two episodes with Joy and Claire this week. We hope you're doing well. Keep us posted on how you're doing. Just email us for with anything you want to hear on the podcast, or if you want to email us any feedback or questions or things that you just would really want us to talk more about during this time that really is helpful for you. Please don't hesitate to send us that information and feedback at this is Joy and Claire at gmail.com. And we will do everything we can to support you through this time because we're all going through it together. All right, guys, that's it from us for this week. We are hoping that we can continue with releasing a few episodes, you know, one or, or two extra episodes throughout all of this. Hopefully we'll be able to stick to putting episodes out every Thursday, but you know, if we're also releasing like on Tuesday and Friday, like we might, it might get mixed up a little bit, but we just want to have as much content out to you guys as we can uh, try to be helpful. And also just as quickly as things are moving, it's sort of hard for us to record and then too far in advance. Yeah. Yeah. If we record even a week in advance, it's just like, oh, that's old news by now. So anything that you guys want us to talk about, talk more about would be helpful too, just so we have ideas of what you guys want to hear. So thank you in advance for taking the time to send us feedback and also leave us a review while you're hanging out on your couch, wherever you are, go to iTunes and click five stars. And if you have time, you can also leave us a longer review. That really helps us as well. Thank you guys so much. Hang in there, everybody.
like we do it like we do it. We got the right stuff. 